0: Earth body four corner time equals four leg mobility. Your ignorance of harmonic cube is demonic.
1: Whoa!
0: <laughs> okay, there's now demons in my time cube game. All right, I'm, uh, oh boy, this has got to be a game.
2: <laughs> I'm glad I could enrich your this- life in this way, Craig. <laughs>
3: Episode 398. It's a podcast with a guy who's pretty sure what episode number it is, but he always looks to check before he says it.
1: <laughs>
3: and <Hodge>. yeah. <laughs>
2: Just add a question mark to the end of the number every <laughs> time you say it.
3: 398? Episode, episode
2: 398? 398?
0: Could have been doing that since the beginning
3: yeah <laughs> oh <well>. episode
2: three
0: <laughs> <laughs> episode really one.
3: you already lost count yeah i'm mike i'm craig and here we are and who's that that's chiming in already welcome
2: back josh hello thanks for having me again I find
0: myself pondering because right before we started recording, Mike was talking about his chair and saying how he he would he would when he's using it at different tables, he would jack it up or jack it down. (laughs) Yeah, and it got me thinking about: you can jack it up, you can jack it down, you can jack it you can jack it in, uh huh, but you don't jack it out.
3: No, and you don't jack jack it it off. But you don't jacket it on.
0: But you don't jacket on. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Although
0: you can put a jacket on, but that's a different phrase. Can Good one. You, you, you don't jack it over, and you don't jack it under. Do you not Just
1: jack I'm trying it to under? think of
0: all the, way, all the different ways you can jack it. <laughs> There's quite a few different ways you can jack it. Josh, how do you jack it? <laughs> I'm staying out of this conversation. <laughs> Well, you're wearing a headset right now, so at some point, you jacked it in.
2: <laughs> I suppose that is accurate.
0: In, into the computer, right? So everybody, everybody here is wearing headsets or earbuds, so at some point, each of us jacked it in.
3: I jacked it in right before uh, I got on this call. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds funny when you say it like that, even if it's in or on or... I, I guess it can't be on, in, or... What else can you... How else can you jack it?
0: I don't know. I'm just going to look up other just just in and off, right?
3: That's that's pretty much what we decided. Nothing (laughs) else applies. You can
0: jack it up, jack it down, jack jack it it up and jack it off.
3: I forgot about up and down because of my chair. Craig's talking about apparently the only comfortable chair I own because I I was saying I carry it up and down the stairs every week. You don't jack it across. It's my work chair during the week and my podcast chair on the weekend.
0: You don't jack it at.
3: What's the opposite of across?
0: I don't know. Jacket.
3: Can you jacket perpendicular and parallel? you Jacket to or jacket from? <clears throat> mm, that doesn't make sense. Jack it over, jacket under. Oh, you can jacket up. Yeah, we did up and down,
0: up and down. Yeah, the yeah. The chair.
3: Okay, I, I I just went down the list. So <laughs> that look. one is so I, I easily to, forgettable. I got to the last one. I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh,
0: there's one. No, that's the one that we started talking with. Yeah. Oh, jacket along you know you don't jack it along jack it between mm, no if you were to say that I would know what you meant but it's not a phrase that we say anyway
3: <laughs> you, you'd you cram it between more than you would jack it right maybe that, that would yeah, be
0: that's true you can cram it between and cram it under but you don't cram it over right Because the, the assumption is that if it's over there's more space so you're not cramming but and if you, you go cur- under
2: there's not enough space so you do have to cram yeah cramming implies some manner of restriction to the movement
3: and you can cram you can can cram it in but not out that's true can you cram it on but not off i think that's opposite of jacking in that sense i don't
0: know that cram it on works but see like if you cram it in there's no... You don't have... I mean, that, that does make you assume that, like you said, there's a restrict, restricted space. But, you, yeah.
3: Wait, what do we start... That's a good word how, to, how do we start talking about cramming? To. What was... Where did that start with cram... Cram it what? It wasn't cram it in. Cram it between?
0: And then under and cram it between. Yeah,
3: cram it between. But
0: you don't cram it over.
3: Jacket, jacket between sounds like something that Moira Rose might say. Alexis, you need to jacket between. <laughs> Oh, I love words. I love that show. Josh, are you watching Jack- that Shit's Creek?
0: Jacket until? I haven't. I need
2: <laughs> to. It sounds like a show I'd very much like from from what I have heard about it.
3: It's delightful. Jacket, jacket <laughs> through? No. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm done with the prepositions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> until you have the callback at the end of the episode, right?
3: Right. There you so go. you can cram it through. That makes sense, yeah
0: that's more than cramming it between.
3: Yeah, that's like cram taking cramming it between to its natural conclusion, or cramming it between with enough force that you overcome the resistance. That implies yes, cram. To, to,
0: to, you, and, and then the cramming goes to the other side. You have crammed it through. <laughs> okay. Make a whole episode. I, think, I it. think the
3: Doors wrote a song about that. <laughs> 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 cram on through
0: to the other
3: side they did yeah that was the original lyric yeah it was yeah jim morrison wrote it sober and realized that it was much better to realize it was terrible high oh, all speaking the time.
0: of how lyrics change i what i learned this week i'm listening i i I re-watched the uh the good place podcast or the good place show the good Place sure. the tv show josh have you seen the good place
2: that that's another one heard great things sounds like it's right up my alley it just is always kind of ends up like low on the priority list.
0: Okay. Well, without giving anything away. um, I mean, I know kind of the big thing about it. You know, you know, one thing about it probably, but anyway, there's a character named Derek who is an (laughs) occasional character and and Derek (laughs) has a very particular way of speaking um, that is not like normal. He doesn't sound like a normal person. And I was listening to an episode (laughs) Not a, um, not
3: a person, not normal. Of
0: the of the podcast <laughs> um that they did for the show, where they have the you know, they have stars and co-stars and guest stars and whatnot on and writers and whatnot. And they had Jason Manzukas on to talk about the episode called Derek, the like middle of the second season, when when the episode is very much about him and Janet and their relationship. Um and it's the first time we spend a great deal of time with Derek. And they said, according to Jason Mantzoukas, and he, this might have been a bit, but he said it wasn't. So I'm taking him at his word. But that the inception of how they wrote for Derek, at least to begin with, and they maybe changed it later as they figured out the character. But at least to begin with, what they did was they wrote a line for Derek as a person would say the thing. Then they put it in Google Translate. Translated it to one language, then translated it to another language, then translated it back to English. And that's what Derek said. Wow. (laughs) And uh, apparently, at least to begin with, that's how they wrote Derek's lines.
3: So (laughs) kind of a variation on what you suspect might be how they write Moira Rose when she says those weird lines with the crazy synonyms. Like, write it, write it the way somebody would talk normally and then go grab a thesaurus yeah, just, <laughs> and see how screwed up you can make it.
0: <laughs> just pick the biggest word on the, yeah. th- on the, on the list of synonyms.
3: Well, speaking um, of... Uh, so I of
0: found that entertaining.
3: TV go show ahead. podcasts. Um, I have not listened to it yet, but I just heard about... There's one called Office Ladies <laughs> with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, who apparently are best friends in real life. And sure. they've been going... Actual actresses from The Office. Yes. Pam Television. and Angela. And um, they are going episode by episode from the beginning to end. And having, That's a lot. They've had... Apparently, they've had... They're in the 40s or 50s now of episodes. And um, so I don't know where that puts them. Third season. So I think they've had everybody on except Steve Carell. Oh, he's too big of a star. He right. won't be
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I'm great...
3: Lo-
0: the great thing about the Good Place one is, if you do watch the show and then go back and listen to the podcast too, Josh or if Mike, you want to go back. Yep. Is because they made the podcast in conjunction with the show as the show was on. Like they, oh, well, they neat. caught up. At one point, they kind of caught up in third season, but then they continued to do it. So, like every all the stars, like all the big names are are in an episode every season of, of the podcast. There's always a there's a Ted Danson episode and there's a Kristen Bell episode and.
3: There was a a better Soul better Saul call better call Saul podcast <laughs> like that. That I started listening to during the first season, and then I it, it, and then I stopped. D- during the second
0: know. season, they start good. having ads during the podcast, and all of the ads are fake. Um, they're all fake for stuff that was on the show. Like, there's an ad for the the drug that that uh, Eleanor is sh- selling when she sell, when she's working for, at the place where they sell uh, fake drugs to old people. Oh and yeah, her <laughs> boss says technically it's not technically it's not a drug technically it's chalk <laughs> so they have an ad <laughs> it's the boss the boss from the show is selling that drug in the funny ad.
3: Do they do ads for any of the stuff in in the good place like the like the frozen yogurt
0: they haven't shop. done any ads for any of the
3: can't remember the name yogurt, of it
0: yogurt 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 or uh the good plates
3: yeah <laughs> um yeah all those kitschy fun names
2: yeah, I'm listening to the the Scrubs version of that, like Donald Faison and Zach Braff, who oh, yeah, became that's a good real life friends, uh, doing a rewatch podcast. I think they just got into season three. I know they've had to slow down because Zach has been doing other work again.
0: Yeah, they started doing it because they were stuck at home, not working, doing anything. So they started watching the show, and yeah, so, and they, I've, they, I've, I've been listening. It's fun.
2: And they've had p- pretty much everyone on there, yep. a- except I know the big get they want is since he appeared in like a couple of episodes, they've been trying to get Ryan Reynolds and something awkward Donald did. Uh, Donald's been claiming that's why Ryan Reynolds will never be on the podcast.
0: <laughs> like he did something to like irritate Ryan Reynolds.
2: Well, it, so, it's it's, like, so
0: Deadpool's not coming on the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, uh, if you like... You might remember the story, Craig, when they talked about it, but yeah, apparently Donald, like, when he was, like, drunk at some kind of gathering of celebs, like, got really, like, too close with Ryan Reynolds (laughs) and, like, way too loud and friendly in that manner. And he's just been very adamant. It's like, yeah, Ryan's never going to be on this show because of that.
1: Oh,
0: fun podcast. I kind of fell away from podcasts for a while because I kind of like, I was listening, you know, there was stuff that I was listening to. I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast all the time. And I was kind of like, okay, well, this is just like the same shtick. Every time him and his buddy, that are just kind of doing their,
3: they get high and talk.
0: They're, they're
1: gay. <laughs> some can't, some can't. <laughs> it doesn't that even way, bother
0: yeah. me. I, I, I honestly don't care that he's high. It's just no, the, same care, kind of it's the same kind of jokes over and over. Right. And Rolf Garman does all the same voices over and over. And they take, you know, uh, you just got well, to do the same thing over.
2: I I honestly, sometimes I feel like I'm in the minority on that, but uh, the Night Vale podcast, like, I listened to about the first 20 episodes, and, like, by that point, it it already sounded to me like they were repeating themselves, so, like, I fell off really hard on that one after that point.
3: I may actually start listening to The Office Ladies, because I have somebody telling me constantly that I need to be listening to The Office Ladies, (laughs) and I would like to watch The Office all the way from the beginning to end, instead of just random random episodes here and there that pop on tv there's something to be said for
0: watching a really long-running show beginning to the end says craig who's in the middle uh who has just started season 10 of (laughs) match
2: wow (laughs)
3: Have you watched watched every episode
2: all the way through so many times? They go
0: through, they go by so fast, even though they're 22 24 episode seasons. But it's a 20 minute, you know, 22 minute show. The episodes go by so fast, you blow through three episodes in an hour.
3: Have you watched all of them? I
2: didn't really watch it until I was in college. But while I was in college, you I can't remember which network it was, but like one of the cable stations was showing like three hours of mash a day, yeah so like they they would cycle through the entire show in like a third of a year or something like that,
0: yeah i'm in the I'm in the 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 late years now where it's kind of like okay, it's all the jokes have been done, you know, like even when when they do a preachy super cycle you know like getting inside of Hawkeye's head it, it's episode, very much- it's like, okay, I've seen yeah. this before, he's like the guys psychologically he has problems and
2: it's very much that era at the end where alan alda kind of seemed to be in creative control or like so oh, yeah he's, had he's a lot of input
0: he's been an executive producer for several seasons and he like writes and directs multiple episodes a season although we got to the episode where he's he's sneezing constantly and can't figure out why
3: oh, no yeah. he starts to have
0: a rash and he's itching <laughs> himself and that's like just a psychological thing it doesn't have anything to do with the war it's just he has this um, this repressed memory in Sydney, the psychi- uh, doctor—is it Sydney Friedman
3: Yeah, Friedman? the psychiatrist. To,
0: yeah. Ha- the psychiatrist has to come in and help him figure out that like he has this childhood memory of like this kid that he idolized. Oh, pushed Oh, yeah. The lake and he almost
3: oh, drowned. That's right. That's right. I was trying to remember. Was that the one where he had to smother the baby that was screaming? That that's in the uh, that's in the final episode. That's the, that, that, that's the
2: final. Yeah,
3: because he actually gets committed. Right.
0: Yeah, haven't, they, I, haven't it, watched it in twenty years,
3: Mike. Couldn't couldn't tell you. Well, for sure. you're coming up on it because it's episode eleven. Yeah, it kind
2: of like as I recall, it kind of starts with him coming back from being committed for, for that.
0: Jeez, siren I kept, <laughs> You kept asking me questions, so I kept having to unmute myself. So there's going to be like, hey, hey, everybody! If you were listening to that, you probably heard like a like a siren start and then stop a bunch of times. <laughs>
3: Stupid. That's just that. That's just the Doppler effect. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Should we do news?
0: Why not?
3: What's news, Craig?
0: I don't know, but I got an autoplay rolling over here for some stupid reason.
3: <laughs> and I'm not sure where it is. Okay, well, let's do this since we were just talking about it. MASH, that is. And it's the MASH theme, but it's the theme, to Dead Celebrities. Sean Connery died. I well, he was ninety, it. though, so you know that's pretty. He, good. he, he had
2: a long run. That's yeah.
3: that's well beyond the average life expectancy of a dude, right? Not
2: by a lot. Well,
0: yeah, it's I in guess. the upper
3: seventies, yeah. so that's yeah, more than a
0: decade. The original, uh, the original James the James original
3: Lee. Sean Connery, yeah. the
0: original Sean. He is an original. <laughs> The The one with hair. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah. let's see. What is, uh... So, Josh, you said he died in his sleep, so it could have been...
2: The the article I read, yeah, that's Uh what it said.
3: The 30th could have been Halloween. Today's Halloween, as we record this. Die peacefully in his sleep in the Bahamas. Well, what a nice place to be. Oh, he had been unwell for some time, but it doesn't specify what that means.
0: Knowing Sean Conner, he just, he probably like was getting ready for bed. He was like, I think I'll die tonight. And just, <laughs> you know, he decided. <laughs> Time to shuffle
3: off this mortal coil. Let's see the original James Bond. Is that what you said? Because I've never watched uh, um, any. Yeah, he was, he was the first. Yeah. Li- literally, yeah. I've never seen an entire James Bond movie. I may have wow. seen most of a Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie, but I've. Probably tried to block that out of my memory. So.
2: Yeah, the Brosnan era is kind of unfortunate because I do think <laughs> he made a really good bond. He just didn't get to be in. I think Goldeneye was the only like enjoyable movie.
0: Goldeneye was the one that I saw. I was a technically still am a lifetime member of the club at the uh, uh at the safe house in Milwaukee, which oh, is a yeah. the spy themed secret bar and real place that there's like secret entrance and all that kind of stuff um and all sorts of uh, movie memorabilia um and they had a golden eye thing where we all went over there and we had uh yeah they had hors d'oeuvres and uh, everybody got like a drink ticket um so i had a martini um shaken not shake, stirred shake trick and not starred <laughs> and uh we all got piled onto buses and taken to see golden eye at a theater like on a thursday night before the movie opened nice
2: and from a uh, gaming, it was
0: st- pretty sweet.
2: And from a gaming <laughs> standpoint, uh, back before you really uh, first-person shooters on console were common, the GoldenEye video games can like kind of the definitive first-person shooter for a console in those days.
3: No, oh, wow, That's a neat bit of trivia. I can't remember the last movie I saw Sean Connery in.
2: Well, I mean. I mean, the... he, he hadn't been doing much of anything for no. For a he while. No, he he's
0: Re- been retired, he retired. Yeah. He, he he did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and he was like, "I'm out." Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize.
2: I don't know if yeah, that was, was the them.
0: that was, I don't know if that was the very last one, but it's been about that long. Was that like yeah, ten? I I, ten years?
3: I I had.
2: I guess wow. I just never picked up on that.
3: Two thousand three. So he was seventy three. The last time he was in a movie, if that's that the was- last
0: one. <laughs> yeah well which one which movie was that
3: the league of extraordinary gentlemen it was the league okay so last one
0: um yeah, i just looked that that was that, up. that, was, that up. Was, not, was not a good movie DB, no. <laughs> it was it was, I... it was okay at yeah I, parts I, of it I, were okay
3: yeah
2: i enjoyed it but yeah i would never defend it as a good movie
3: <laughs> it's one of it was, that kind it was a bad movie that's fun to watch right Basically, yes. yeah, I guess you, what could, was, you could call it that. What was the one we were talking about that the last episode, weren't we?
0: Maybe we've know. probably talked about that sort of thing about 50 times on one episode. Or well, well, I mean, and there that,
3: and the other one, and
2: that was kind of one of the topics last time I was on as I was okay. wanting to talk about money playing.
0: Oh, and, right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Sean Connery, that's gonna be weird because now when you do like. When you do the voice, or when you when you when you do the the Alex, you know at Trebek, you know the, the SNL <laughs> thing, the Darryl SNL Hammond, bit, yeah. the SNL bit with that with Daryl Hammond was already like three decades old, um or or you know two, maybe a little more than two, um and now like the guy that that's about is gone. And it's going to be like, you know, like a few years from now, it's going to be like, what are you, what a few years from now when we're doing the it, truck when we're doing that bit, it's going to be like people, when we were in the, you know, when we were, when we were kids in the seventies or eighties, like making a red skeleton joke,
2: like, who are you talking about? I mean I only barely know who Red Skelton is. So. Yeah, or just any any of that, you know, just
0: Danny Kaye, any of the stuff from like the 50s or 60s when you were a little kid. That was the humor. That was the stuff that like, you know, that was that wasn't that old. That was our parents knew that from their youth. And so like we're we're not too far away from Chuck Trebek being one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Where there's going to be a generation <laughs> of kids that are going to be like, "Why is that funny?" Well, you had to understand who Sean Connery was, (laughs) his attitude,
3: and his inability to get rid of his Scottish
0: accent. So, who was Sean Connery? Well, he was James Bond. No, he wasn't. That's Daniel Craig. Or you know, like five years from now, there'll be somebody else. And be like, okay, before Daniel Craig, (laughs) there was there was a guy, and before that, there was (laughs) another guy. Before before that, that, there was another another guy. guy, Before that, that, there was another guy. Before that, there there was another guy. Yeah.
3: According to was this,
0: was this a silent movie he was yeah. in? <laughs> <laughs> just about <laughs> well his first think about it his first it's always amazes me to think about this stuff his first turn as james bond is closer to silent movies than we are to his first turn as james bond by quite a bit yeah by, by like a couple decades
3: his his first credited role is uh 1954 so i'm going to go ahead and guess that that was black and white his last oh and this uh imdb confirms uh date of death is today halloween not yesterday um the last thing he did was he voiced the title character in an animated movie called sir billy i'm going to read you the description of sir billy okay and and According to this image, it looks like they kind of modeled the, the animated character after him. <laughs> um, a retired veterinarian living in a remote Scottish village encounters a goat who thinks he's a dog, an admiral who's afraid of the water, and a beaver who was raised by rabbits. Uh-huh. <laughs> or oh, did he play the admiral? No, he played uh, Sir Billy, who is, I assume, the retired a- veterinarian. A goat who. Th- okay. Do, should we? Should we listen to the trailer? We. Uh, I.
0: I won't be able to. Oh, you, I suppose. I mean. No, I can play it right here. Okay. I'll turn it now off. Descri- Describe everything that's happening with the animation, Mike. Provide the descriptive audio. In a nice, calm voice, kind of underneath everything else. An animated oh. dog runs up a hill.
3: Oh God! It's yeah. You don't want to listen to this. It's Matthew McConaughey. I was like, oh, thank you It's, a, it's an ad for Oprah Nice <laughs> Alright, alright, alright
2: Yeah, it was recently on Hot Ones It was interesting seeing him actually have and an intense North reaction to something <laughs> In the deepest, darkest highlands
0: Lagavulin? Where evil lurks This is an SNL bit,
2: right? <laughs> Sounds like it and tragedy unfolds. Ah! <laughs> there lies a secret.
3: I'm all alone now. I think it's a rabbit.
2: I. Will. Find. You.
3: <laughs> they need only one man. He's skateboarding. The guardian of the highlands. Like, he's shredding this old guy. (laughs) Sir Sean Connery is Sir Billy.
0: My name is William. Billy to my friends.
3: All right, that's enough of that. (laughs) My name is William. Billy to my friends.
0: See, you could have they had him... that whole thing out, and I could have just said that.
3: <laughs> they had him driving uh, there at the where I paused it. He was driving the silver Aston Martin from James Bond. Oh, well,
2: I'm sure that was full of references <laughs> to his career. Yeah.
0: Did he flap? Did he flap an umbrella at a bunch of birds and make them all take off and fly into
3: Nazi planes <laughs> <laughs> on the beach? There, I didn't see any Nazi did planes. He there were evil evil trucks transporting um um scared little woodland animals though and that we'll was assume that, was, that was all that truck. dark shit at the beginning yeah yeah not nazi okay. trucks in scotland sure <laughs> <laughs> well you know that's where they went to hide after the war everyone thinks it was south yeah, america that's, but that's really it really was Everybody scotland
0: knows that all the nazis all the nazis went to uh, scotland and argentina <laughs> <laughs> the ones that the ones that could afford a uh a long flight, a pl- you know, expensive plane ticket. They went to Argentina. The other ones just went to Scotland. They got on a rowboat and <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> rode to Scotland.
3: Yeah, so his, uh, his last three credits are voice things, one of which is From Russia with Love, the video game, where he voices Guess Who. Yeah, that's right, James Bond. And then something called Freedom, a History of the U.S. TV series documentary where he plays John Muir and then it's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and then all of the... Oh, there you go. ...that we remember him from. Yeah. There well, you go. Well, 90. What are you going to do? You're going to go to bed and decide you're going to die. <laughs> I, think,
0: I think it's time I go. Um, Matthew McConaughey, who was who was in a... In a movie called "The Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation," yeah,
2: sadly um, I have seen. God he was in that.
0: And th- that I, the only reason that's running through my head is because I really kind of want to watch that now because I watched um, te- uh, "Texas Chainsaw Massacre" two last night, and oh my god, is that movie garbage? <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap! That is a mess of a movie. that was here's here's what they did
3: your your typical terrible sequel
0: oh no 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 this
3: is even worse than that
0: this is like they they jacked it up on a couple of notches is what they did Take, take the texas chainsaw massacre
3: jacking it up
0: being shocking and groundbreaking um and like one of the
2: all-time greats.
3: one of the all-time great horror movies it's it's
0: it's so desolate and quiet and it's you know like there's just not a lot of characters um and it takes a long time for it to kind of get going it's very moody it's a slow burn and then it just goes ape crap okay so take that and let's let's get rid of all the moody atmosphere and just make it a gore fest. Let's okay. make it a comedy.
3: Oh, ooh, yeah, I'm on board still. But not a good one. Oh.
0: Let's put Dennis Hopper in it. Ooh, okay, yeah, I like Dennis Hopper. Who then duels chainsaws with Leatherface. I'm not seeing a downside to that. Yeah,
3: part. I'm liking this still.
0: Including having one big, long chainsaw that they do like a sword fight, and eventually he doesn't have that <laughs> he doesn't have that chainsaw anymore, and then he has two little ones that he carried on his hips like they were in holsters.: Sure,
3: yeah, okay. For, still on board. For like he, 20 you're, minutes.
2: You're selling me on this movie. Great, yeah, I'm, I'm
3: gonna buy to this on Amazon right now.
2: <laughs> However, I
0: don't want to give away <laughs> the plot. <laughs> the, 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 I'm sure It's so a race so plot. They Hang on. With like, Are you saying it
3: has up. a plot?
0: It does. There's a final girl <laughs> that's introduced early on and you know she's going to be the final, final girl. She gets a lot of screen time and then she is accosted by our killers because there's a whole family of them now. It's not just Leatherface. Well, there was always kind of a family of them before. Um, but there's a whole bunch of them and they're, one of them is like super over the top and like Leatherface is positively demure compared to Chop Top. Um, Chop that is Top. his name. Okay, and um, and she gets accosted, does, and does then she an goes and she brain escapes. There's this long sequence of her being like terrorized, and then she escapes and she runs, and at some point she falls through what I guess is a wooden floor in it. Was it a bridge or a warehouse or a building of some sort? And falls literally. 10 stories down
3: a chute okay
0: into some sub basement of something that they never explain like there's and this is where the whole Sawyer family lives and it's all lit up it's, it becomes like it looks like a rob zombie set at this point <laughs> where it's like
2: everything's lit, like just weird bric-a-brac everywhere and there's like it's all lit up with christmas lights so basically <laughs> rob zombie got to remake the wrong franchise it sounds it
0: looks like so bizarre and then the, she's down there For freaking ever, and Dennis Hopper, like there's two storylines, like like we we see Dennis Hopper with his (laughs) chainsaws running around down there, and then they just abandon him for ten minutes. We just don't see him for ten minutes. Okay, and then we deal with her for ten minutes. I mean, it's only Dennis
2: Hopper who needs to know what he's doing, and
0: and and Dennis Hopper is famously um, have uh, famously quoted as saying, um that that was the worst movie that he was ever in until he overrode that by saying that the super Mario brothers movie was the worst movie that he had ever been in. Wow. And to put it in, in a frame, it's in the mid eighties. So it's like Dennis Hopper, just like five years before speed. It's that Dennis Hopper. So you can see, you can see what he looks like, and he's wearing he's got a cowboy hat. He's supposedly a Texas Ranger, though he never does anything that's remotely Texas Ranger ish, other than say that he's a Texas Ranger,
3: <laughs> running around <laughs> with the 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 two uh, small handheld Just ridiculous chainsaws. Like,
2: I mean, that's a standard I'm a cowboy. Vroom, thing. Vroom, you know, vroom, you know the vroom, you know vroom. the standard.
0: You know the standard. You've seen this, even if you've not watched the movies, you've seen at some point. Leatherface standing there holding a chainsaw over his head and shaking it. Right? You've seen this image.
2: Yeah, they recreate it in Dead by Daylight as part of one of his moves.
0: You've seen this image that happens in the, in the original. Leatherface does that move maybe a dozen times in this movie, including when he should be chasing the girl like she's right there he could reach out and boop her in the nose and he holds the chainsaw over his head and goes (laughs) 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 jiggles at her and she runs and he keeps doing it and then he starts chasing her it is so garbage
3: (laughs) wow terrible i haven't i haven't seen either of those the (laughs) chainsaw part two or super mario brothers but if you google Super Mario <laughs> Dennis Hopper the first thing that comes up is this quote, "The stench of it stays with everybody." I, and I think I it's Dennis honestly, Hopper's. Fault.
2: I I found that movie enjoyably bad, the Super Mario Brothers one. I'm like,
3: looking it, at like all the descriptions of it and it's like how could this movie not be good? It's got it's got Dennis Hopper, it's got um John Leguizamo, it's got as 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 uh Luigi, right, and Bob Hoskins and Samantha Mathis and Bob
0: Hoskins, mind you, Bob
3: Hoskins at the height of his "Who Framed Roger Rabbit"? Yeah, narrated by Dan Castellaneta, Homer Simpson. I mean, music by Alan. I did
2: not remember
3: music by Alan Silvestri of Back to the Future fame. My favorite composer. How could this fail? Exactly. Yet it does.
0: Check out, check out, uh, check out Dennis Hopper's hair. That's how it could fail. <laughs>
3: oh my God. That's,
0: uh... It's Bart Simpson hair. It's, he, uh, he's supposed to be Bowser. He's supposed to be the big nasty turtle guy with the spiky head.
2: Well, and <laughs> it's all weirdly <laughs> grimy. And then they have those weird boots to, to have the, you know, the Mario jumping, like the weird boots you put cartridges in.
3: Yeah. <laughs> One of the writers is Ed Solomon, who is uh, half of the Bill and Ted team. This says, this says, given free creative license by Nintendo, the screenwriters envi- envisioned the film as a subversive comedy with a weird and dark tone similar to Ghostbusters. How could this not go well? I don't get it. I'm don't get. i going to have to watch it now.
2: And that movie was why it was a long time before a video game movie happened again. <laughs> it was such a disaster. Yeah.
3: This, is, this is what people mean when they say it looks good on paper. Like, we'll make a movie about Super Mario Brothers. Everybody
0: loves Super, Super Mario Brothers. Brothers. And then the movie comes out and they're like, <gasps> oh. Yeah.
2: And, and this, I, I think this was around the si- same time period. If you've never seen the Philips CDI Zelda games that are just like famously bad, this was when Nintendo was like licensing their stuff out to like anyone who asked. They that's don't always, do that anymore.
0: <laughs> that's always a good. That's a good way to handle a, establishing a movie franchise. Just license it out to whoever.
2: Well, you, want, yeah, no, it, you want you want to make a, a bubble bobble game? Here you go. <laughs> Give me but no, bucks. that's that that's the reason they're so stingy about who they'll let work on stuff now is because like that era turned out to be such a disaster for them. Yeah,
0: that's not surprising.
3: Oh, well, okay. Huge sidetrack over did your um um, did your news page finally load without without your okay
0: quibi died speaking of death, (laughs) oh yeah
3: yeah it did yeah the listeners heard a preview of this at the end of the show last (laughs) week yeah that lasted six (laughs)
2: months i'm surprised it made it that long to be honest
3: there was something there was and i don't remember what it was there was something and this is how i found out about quibi in the first place you know like maybe four or five months ago um that I wanted to watch and I looked it up and I found oh it's on this thing called Quibi what's that another new streaming service great and then I looked into it and I was like oh this is stupid
2: yeah that, that was me <laughs> like I was excited for more Reno 911 but uh I can only yeah, watch not, it on my in that format
3: I can only watch it on my phone it's only 10 minutes long what the hell kind of crap is this I'm on lockdown
0: I, I, it was a it was free for a month, and I tried it and I oh, watched really? they had like a they had a horror anthology series that was like fifteen to twenty minute long horror shorts short short films um and I watched a few of them they were pretty good yeah for for horror shorts, but I was like, I don't want to sit here and hold I don't my think phone. anybody don't anybody was saying you know Watch complaining this. about
3: the actual content. it was like like uh Josh said, the format Ugh.
0: yeah. I think it just, it it, it happened at the wrong time. It just totally happened at the time. Like, everybody's going to be at home now suddenly and watching stuff on their big screen, television. Well, that's,
3: and that's what I thought. I don't want to watch it on the phone. Because when it came out, we were right at the beginning of stay at home. And so I didn't really realize, like, you know, that. Nobody knew this was going to last this long, but um, I kind of thought, oh, great. This is the way this is going now. This is all these YouTube influencers and YouTube celebrities and these morons that are ruining famousbirthdays.com. Like, this is that mindset now. Like, this is how everything is going.
0: ruining gonna... famous
3: birthdays.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you go to the list and it's like two-thirds people you've never heard of just oh, because they're all
3: I've... YouTubers. Yeah, I've complained about that multiple times on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell is PewDiePie? That's one of the ones I actually know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know, it's the other thirty or thirty or forty that I've never heard of because
0: he's a terrible person. Like the vast majority of the ones that are like, yeah, they just they they just do cool shows that people like, and they have a lot of fans, and like you've never heard of that unless you live in that circle. Right. The ones you the ones you and I have heard of are the ones that make news for some other reason,
3: (laughs) usually bad.
0: Yeah, usually because they're turds somebody should do somebody should have a website called turd.com that's just news about people being turds like if you just want to feel better about yourself at least i'm not that person at least people don't hate me like they hate that guy
3: turd.com is for sale (laughs) (laughs) obviously it's 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 somebody squatting on it who wants a big big payday oh yeah that's wow I'm unintentional. Craig
2: got to that before Mike did.
3: I didn't I said it and I didn't even realize what happened.
2: Do <laughs> you suppose do you suppose they they, they
0: they they show off to their friends and say, hey, you know, I'm squatting on turds.com <laughs> You suppose they tell people that is like, like that's an ice, icebreaker. They
3: they post it once a month on Facebook. Your monthly reminder that I'm still squatting on turds.com. Turd.com. <laughs> I wonder what oh, maybe both. Is turds.com loading safari cannot open the page because the server cannot be found no one's squatting on turds.com it's just not there maybe i'll buy that when we're done recording this um <laughs> new podcast yeah cra- cra- craig, <laughs> craig welcome, you ne- to the, welcome to the turd cast <laughs> welcome to turd Turd-Burger. burger yeah that's the obvious oh, one, one one
0: hour of, of just <laughs> talking about people that are just turds of human turds of human being just like your 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 weekly affirmation that you are better than these people
3: yeah not not only is that the obvious uh the obvious title but we've already used that name that was episode 100 when we were trying to get a bunch of people on all at once and it was a giant catastrophe turd burger um no craig yep. you you know that that squatting is uh is the the natural way to relieve oneself a la number two that that's, that's how that's how that's our bodies that are makes constructed our bodies
0: work properly that it makes it easier right that's why yeah these, it straightens these, out your colon these, the squatty potty
3: yeah you're you you got to have a, have your toilet lowered which is expensive or for you know tw- 20 you can buy this uh cheap ass plastic stool and uh bring it it's not
0: that know. kind of stool it's actual step stool
3: it's a stool stool it's no? a, well, there you it's go. a step stool <laughs> for stool work <laughs> right you bring your knees up to like heart level <laughs> chest level and it unkinks your colon and the poop just falls right out of you you don't even have to wipe po- no i don't apparent, know about that apparently i apparently I'm not, i can't make like, that claim uh, i'm not gonna i'm it's not like gonna those endorse people that it can
0: do a beer bong and just like never have to swallow where <laughs> like they just they don't have a gag throat, reflex throat. yeah goes.
3: i went to high school with a guy who had no gag reflex and he would just you know eat anything it was ridiculous. Just
0: open his throat and just yeah. and down like, it would go.
3: Like a whole sub sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> like how do you like do you just like does it does it do you poop it out and it still looks like that? Like what how how do you digest anything so without fast. chewing it?
0: Anyway. Yeah, Clippy <clears throat> died. Well well, we'll have to wait around for the next uh innovation in uh streaming services to see what uh what they're gonna try next. Yep. Yeah they every couple of years they try something a little off the you know a little off kilter a little weird sometimes they stick sometimes they don't
3: i think i think um you're right though craig that would have survived any other year and it if would've... they had
0: if they had hit the right content and you yeah. know
3: and hit their their demographic correctly
0: i think it probably it might it might have done might have lasted longer and all my worst fears would have
3: come true thank you pandemic you want a more f- uh, food news since we talked about food there briefly? Sure. This is a tweet. 8.47 a.m. yesterday, October 30th, 2020, at McDonald's. Good morning to everyone who asked how I was doing last week. I don't know what that means. And to everyone else, McRib is back December 12th. Second, yeah, sorry, December 2nd, December 2nd. 12th, yeah, they I heard, heard it about 12th that too. yesterday, too. I figured this was coming.
0: Mike's going to be so excited. Not only is
3: it coming back, it's coming back everywhere. They're not screwing around.
0: Maybe I'll actually try it this time.
3: Every location, all 14,000 U.S. locations are getting... It's the first nationwide release since 2012. The last time the world was supposed to end and didn't. So now they're celebrating this year when it did. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Is that how that works, McDonald's? Yes. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Linda Van Gosen mcdonald's vice president of menu innovation there's another great yeah, another middle manager you get title on a business card right yeah what do you do i'm vice president of menu innovation uh said that the mcrib has been a beloved menu item at mcdonald's since its inception nearly 40 years ago wow i'm old because i had i had the mcrib when it came out the first time and i loved it i loved it so it's like a five
0: or six year old
3: just yeah Oh, yeah. I, I remember it like it's I remember it vividly, you know, like Doc Brown. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's your, like one your of those
2: earliest childhood memory. It's like one of those formative moments in life.
3: Yeah. It uh, <laughs> whatever the the week it came out or the weekend it came out that weekend was the weekend we uh, we went down to Joliet to see my my grandparents, my mom's parents. And I remember, you know, we we everybody was talking about it and my dad was like, well, we have to go get it and try it. And, uh, and instead of, um, instead of like, I think they may have even planned this because usually my grandmother would cook, you know, an elaborate, uh, lunch for us when we go visit. I don't think she did that day. And, uh, and so, you know, my dad went <laughs> with uh, maybe my grandfather to McDonald's and, uh, through, through the drive through and came back with McDonald's and I had a McRib and I remember I can picture it sitting there at my grandmother's kitchen table. Eating that McRib and thinking, my God, this thing is amazing. I'm going to get one of these every day for the rest of my life. And then they went. Mike was six they-
0: years old. He decided, he started looking up, he got the, the thesaurus out and started <laughs> looking up synonyms for good. Yeah. Just started <laughs> expanding his vocabulary right there. Hey, Mike, what's the uh, earliest memory, the earliest uh, like event memory that you have from your childhood? Was it like, uh, like President Reagan getting shot? Or was it like the the uh, the, the 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 hostage uh, hostages being released under Carter administration? No, like, it was. Oh. Had my first McRib when it first came out. That's Mike's first big event, memory. And, th-
2: and thus That's young spectac- Mike's path is so,
0: was set. That is so on point for you.
3: That's not my first memory. I remember. Uh, I remember Reagan getting shot. I remember. Um, I remember the debates for 1980. When did the
0: McRib come out?
3: Uh, It said almost 40 years ago. Nearly 40 years ago.
0: Around the same time-ish. Yeah, I I, I don't know which one came first. Which came first? The McRiver Reagan getting
3: plugged.
2: Are they connected? (laughs) Who can say?
3: 1981. (laughs) It just says 1981. 1981. It just keeps saying 1981. It doesn't give us a, a specific date in 1981
2: might have been like a phased rollout or something so there's is no hard date.
3: Yummy, I'm <laughs> going to go get me some. <laughs> All righty. Is that news? It can be. Oh, I have a quick follow up. We were talking about Eddie Van Halen's guitars. So, mm-hmm. I don't even know how I found this. I wasn't looking for it. Um So, we had the Frankenstrat, which was multiple Parts, but mostly it was it, it was the body of a Stratocaster, and then he recreated it with a Kramer guitar, which is owned by Gibson, or they are now. I don't know if they were then. That's the one you see him playing in in the videos from all the night the songs for off in of 1984. Um, this here we have uh, for for your pleasure and uh, and your ability to purchase here. It is currently on auction. Eddie Van Halen rare custom made and stage played Charvel. Guitar that is painted in the same uh, red with black and white stripes theme. Uh, currently twelve thousand five hundred dollars, fifteen thousand six hundred and twenty-five dollars with buyer's premium. Sure,
0: I got that just sitting around. Yep. I just got a successful Kickstarter. I can afford that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, sorry, I yeah, guys, I was I was gonna print this book, but you know, this guitar just came up for bid. Screw the print and run. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen just died, and yeah,
0: I'm just gonna get a guitar. I'll never learn to play. <laughs>
3: Not at my age. It's got one of them adjustable nuts. (laughs) Those
0: are the best kinds of nuts. (laughs) Right? The assumption would be an adjustable nut is always going to be better than a stagnant (laughs) nut. A static nut.
2: (laughs) I like stagnant nut. (laughs) That is a better phrase by far. What causes
3: that? What medication do you take to fix stagnant nut?
2: That sounds terminal. (laughs)
1: I don't know, but if you get it and you you jack and it up, you'll be okay.
3: <laughs> is that the episode title? I don't know. It's your call. <laughs> jack it up. Hey, it sounds like audio lingo, right? Sure. I can make noises with those. Let's see. Uh, well, that's you guys. I don't want to screw with that. <laughs> Suddenly, I disconnect the Zoom call and it won't come back. Oh, well. Good night, everybody. So- so, <laughs> that's the episode <laughs> well we got the title so you know what else is there to do sorry kevin yeah. sorry josh
0: <laughs> so josh
3: <laughs> quick before i unplug you what do you want to talk about <laughs> sorry disjack you jack no, you out don't. uh so so what
2: do
0: you want to talk about josh
2: um so like i was telling you i'm trying to like a few visits back i was talking about like running my first one shot as a dm and now i'm trying to run a uh, campaign i'm building to rhyme of the frost maiden i just had like I've had three session zeros for kind of the three separate groups that are coming together to form the party. And I even have my robes of authority for session one. And by robes of authority, I mean the Dungeon Master costume from the 80s cartoon uh, from Spirit (laughs) Halloween.
0: Red robes.
2: Complete with bald cap wig. With the long white hair. (laughs) Yeah. Done.
0: I am Dungeon Master.
2: A reference I think maybe two people in the group are old enough to get, but it makes me happy. There's like seven listeners that are like, oh, yeah.
3: I even know that one.
2: And yeah, it's one of those things that even just in the session zeros, like, even working from the book, Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, and then like having a proof, like, I've played a lot with this group I'm running for. Like, I know what to expect. They've already managed to derail some things like yeah well and some of it there was stuff that was kind of coded one way in the book and i'm kind of like the way they play that's no fun let me do it this way so there's been a lot of that as well like just reconfiguring stuff from the book on the fly just because i know it'll be more interesting to them
0: but uh rhyme of the frost maidens everything's in the icy cold right
2: yeah, Icewind Dale, and it's Forgotten Realms, which I've always been a big fan of, has, like, 20 years before I ever played tabletop for the first time, a friend in middle school got me into the the Forgotten Realms novels, of course, starting with the Drizzt ones, uh, so, so I've just always been fond of that setting in particular, and the Icewind Dale area. And, of course, the the kind of Rhyme of the Frostmane is kind of more of a horror horror theme compared to a lot of the stuff. Uh, oh, not, that's not, cool. Not quite as strong horror theme as, like, say, Curse of Stride. Well, yeah,
0: like, that's all about a vampire.
2: But, <laughs> like but, 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 the, but, but the whole like, story
0: revolves around the most powerful vampire in the multiverse. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but definitely darker than a lot of the other Forgotten Realms adventures that have come out so far, Has it's... You have the Frost Maiden causing Icewind Dale to be even more of an eternal winter than usual, and figuring out why and how to deal with it is like a huge part of the mystery.
0: So they turned it into Canada. Eh?
2: Well, I, I think as part of the opening description, it's like, yeah, that this eternal winter's been so bad, they haven't seen the sun in two years. Would <laughs> really suck. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I'm from. I, mean, up I can that- handle.
0: I can handle a winter, but yikes. yeah.
3: I'm from up that way, and I had to look up what the hell rhyme R I M E was. <laughs> I'd never heard of that before. A rhyme of ice? Frost yeah, formed like... on cold objects by the rapid freezing of water vapor in cloud or fog.
0: Yeah, it's like the little crystalline layer.
2: I mean, I've
3: seen it, I just didn't know it was called that.
2: Word nerd. Yeah. New vocabulary. Yay. Uh, y- and, and usually, like I don't even know that everyone who uses it uses it properly. It's just kind of a cool word for ice that some people use sometimes. I've
0: used it a couple times in writing. The neat word.
3: I thought it was r h y m e rhyme. Of I was the I was I was
0: gonna go that direction if we if we kind of like hit a pause here. I was gonna be like, Josh, why don't you perform for us the rhyme? <laughs> um, the, of the rhyme Arch- of me, of- yeah. the, uh, the Frost Maiden. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and,
0: and like and have you recite some sort of nursery rhyme or something? What are the lyrics to that again? Yeah, did they set it to music? No, it's a other kind of rhyme. Yeah,
3: is there an electric uh, guitar uh, part you can learn to play on that Eddie Van Halen guitar?
0: <laughs> that takes me to the the show Homonym on Thirty Rock when Jack's trying to tank the network. So he has a he has a game show called Homonym, and it is literally just the host and the uh, the contestant standing there at pedestals. At, at podiums and the host says a word and the and the 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 uh, contestant has to define the word so this would be like rhyme and the guy would say oh like um like the you know like the frost that forms around something that's really cold. <laughs> and the host goes nope the other one <laughs> and he doesn't win and so the joke is like it's always the other one and by the end the guy's like come on <laughs>
2: and yeah it is it's going to be interesting to manage when we're doing full sessions has uh got seven people uh but kind of from other games i've been in like more always seems better has you can still run even if a few people can't make it
3: craig's delivery has arrived
2: (laughs) yeah i saw that (laughs) pop as i was talking
3: okay so you're running this game now or you're you're Getting ready to start doing it.
2: Well, like I said, I've like run session zeros for for like I said, since it's seven players, you kind of have like three distinct groups that knew each other kind of before the adventure starts. So i I ran like little short sessions to bring them into it, and then like hopefully going to do the session one either like next week or or maybe in a couple of weeks. It depends. like, I'm p- playing, like, three games with this general group, and one of the reasons I'm starting up Rhyme is one of those games is about to go on hi- hiatus for a while, so we could use something else to fill in the gap. Okay. Just very daunting, has like, it's one thing to run a one-shot, it's another thing to, to run an ongoing adventure where I actually have to track all the weird deviations the players make from whatever plans I might have.
3: And when did you think that was going to start next week?
2: Yeah, probably thereabouts. I'm still waiting for like one last person to confirm whether or not they can be like be available for, we've mostly been doing it through either zoom or discord has, you know, the COVID times. right?
3: Do you think, Anybody's going to wanna come back to assembling in person even when it's safe? <laughs> I honestly
2: has like with this group some of the players have usually been playing remote anyway, has some of them like live in Savannah. Oh, uh, wow. Like, yeah, that's like like not close to town. That's uh, a bit but of a I know for like me personally. I I like being around Oh, sure. a table with the other players like that would be my preference. But, but if like, you've already
3: got half the group that yeah, doesn't even even live in town not
2: doing that with this group in particular yeah
3: welcome back craig Uh,
2: hello (laughs) got my groceries
3: yay now you can cook dinner
0: (laughs) yeah i got a uh (laughs) uh, the shopper replaced my oh no i can't believe it's not butter with my tub of i can't believe it's not butter
3: actual butter (laughs)
0: Well, they don't tell you when they do the replacement. (laughs) They don't always tell you that you say they replaced it. There's going to be a replacement, sure. So I'm probably going to end up with like actual butter or something. Who knows? Or like the, I I can't believe it's not butter light, whatever. No, they got me the gigantic tub of I can't believe it's not butter rather than the small tub. So I have like, I can't believe it's not butter for a year.
3: Do you have to pay for that? Yeah. Oh, that sucks.
0: I'll use it. It's butter. It's not going to like.
3: Now, how do you go from, because there are other you know margarine like substances that you can buy now we've been getting the one that's it's it's half real butter half olive oil and they f- throw some sea salt in there i think yeah
2: i like that. the olive oil based stuff
3: oh it's great for spreading especially on um uh, toasted or untoasted english muffins i am on such an english muffin kick now thanks thanks to uh, you and kevin josh oh my god there are just, like, piles of English muffins everywhere in this house. Your life I...
2: forever changed by that question.
3: His his English muffins are are,
2: are uh, procreating like tribbles.
0: <laughs> like, he'll walk through the room, and there'll be, a, a, you know, like, 50 English, uh, English muffins, and then he'll come walking back through the space, and there'll be 56.
3: Well, I started buying them, and then Allison started eating them, and then she was like, oh, English muffins are great. And so then she started buying them with the regular groceries. <laughs> and uh she's doing the thing where where she orders online at Target and then goes and picks it up like she just parks in the parking lot and they come and fill the fill the trunk of her car
0: <laughs> like so every time you every time you're going to shop you're like we've been eating a lot of english muffins i should get some more and so yeah. you just get english muffins every time so you're slowly getting ahead of yourself on english muffin purchases we
3: finally got ahead of ourselves uh, uh as of yesterday yeah because we still had like half a package left, and Allison bought another one.
0: Well, that's the way to do it. You don't buy it when you run out.
3: but Josh, I'm curious, did you hear me review untoasted English muffin egg McMuffin <laughs> versus toasted English muffin egg and cheese McMuffin?
2: I, I I don't think I caught that now
3: i i told I told uh Craig and whoever was on the show at the time i would if I had not prepared them myself, I would not have been able to tell the difference. Because the stuff on it is, was hot and warm, you know? Yeah. Um, what, what little crunchiness the toasting imbibed got lost. sogged out really quickly. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and I made uh, ham and cheese sandwiches, per Craig's suggestion, <laughs> on your episode, <laughs> with untoasted English muffins, and I'm like, hey, this is pretty good. And when I was Googling, I think I mentioned this when I was Googling for the image of uh, Nooks and Crannies. And man, there are a lot of bad, there's a lot of bad English muffin photography on the Internet. Just let me tell you, um, that, was, that was a difficult one to, to settle on. Um, I, I was reminded, and I knew this. I knew this because I've had it before, but there are recipes all over the Internet for English muffin bread. Why would you have English muffin bread? Because it works just great as bread? Like Josh was trying to tell us. Anyway, I'm a convert. Here's two untoasted English muffin problem is we don't keep well stocked on eggs and uh craft singles (laughs) so mostly i just have the uh
0: craft singles you wisconsinite you people you should be ashamed of yourself why craft singles
3: there's something about the the taste of american cheese on you know those kinds of things breakfast sandwiches hamburgers it's just,
2: and just the way it melts, the way it compared melts. to other cheeses. Yeah, but, okay, okay. Yeah,
3: I mean, because you know, I mean, cheddar you get you go to a fancy restaurant and you get the hamburger with ooh, the big slice of cheddar on it. You just and it, there's a pool of oil all over it because cheddar doesn't melt that great.
0: No, cheddar is not a good melty. Well, yeah, well, the it, sharks... it melts, it melts, fi- it, it melts fine, like... it separates though. It depends. It's, it's, it's a question of how you, how you melt it.
2: Well, sharper. and also the sharper it is usually the more touchy it can be about how you melt it.
0: Yeah. So for all of our, can uh, for all of our Canadian friends, um, we're talking about processed cheese
3: oh is that what they call it
0: they don't they don't have american cheese because we call it american cheese because we're freaking americans and we just like well we'll just name it after our souls
3: according to allison there is an actual american cheese that is real cheese and then there is the processed cheese version of american cheese but i don't know i'm curious if i uh, mean
2: i I assume it's the difference between craft singles and like deli american which is very different from
3: right that's what i'm talking about
0: singles I'm curious if there's any people in, if there's any other country that calls what we think of as American cheese, American cheese. I would, like we're talking about this and they're listening going, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's that crappy cheese that comes in the little piece of cellophane and it I melts, would, melts I w- really well.
3: I would think that if there was one country, it would have been Canada. <laughs> if it isn't Canada, then I don't think there is one.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's like, I suppose it, it's a question of like, you know, I could see maybe in the UK, like the UK, if you go to the American food aisle, where you can get the other other, you know, some other stuff that like, you mean the international food aisle
3: <laughs> in another country, another country's international food aisle. Like yeah. I was have about them to here. Say That
2: the Publix Those analog, exist. Well, as I'm about to say, has Publix has their little like British food like uh, uh, section, like the Publix analog in the UK, like with the little American end cap.
3: I don't think I've ever seen British food in Publix
2: Publix at least my Publix has this little section that has like a lot of like UK candies and like sauces and like a couple of other things and like Publix is the only place I see this thing that is like very specific like UK.
0: right so if you're watching like one of those panel shows or QI or something like that and somebody you know Sandy Toxvig mentions like some candy and, and you're like, hmm, I wonder what that tastes like. So you go to your Publix and you get it from the British foods and you eat it. And you're like, this is garbage. This is terrible.
3: <laughs> Sandy talks although, big.
0: <laughs> although I will, I will hand it to, uh, she's the host of QI right now. Um, I, I will hand it to, uh, for, for, to the Brits though, for the, uh, the English breakfast. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like the huge plate full of stuff with like sausage, uh, like sausage and uh, tomatoes and mushrooms and
2: like very greasy. Perfect b- follow b- up to a b-
0: hangover. Baked beans and yeah. Check out an English breakfast. That's oh baby. Okay. Big slice of ham.
3: Here we go. Le- legal definition of American cheese, according to the standards. Of- <laughs> legal definition. The sta- standard. Of
2: course, there's a legal definition.
3: <laughs> oh, it gets better. According to the Standards of Identity for Dairy Products, part of the U.S. Code of Federal Regulations, to be labeled American cheese, a processed cheese is required to be manufactured from cheddar cheese, Colby cheese, washed curd cheese, or granular cheese, or any mixture of two or more of these. The CFR I'd like
0: some granular cheese, yeah. please.
3: <laughs> also includes regulations for the manufacturing of processed American cheese. Because its manufacturing process differs from traditional cheeses, federal laws mandate that it be labeled as process American cheese, not processed with an E D, or just process American cheese. If made from combining more than one cheese, or process American cheese food if dairy ingredients such as cream milk, skim milk, buttermilk, cheese whey, or albumin from cheese whey are added. I'm not finding the actual American cheese thing.
0: When Wednesday Adams would say it's not real American cheese unless it's made out of real Americans. Right, that's the Girl Scout cookie joke from the, if made it the second movie? Actual are Girl Scouts. Real, are they
3: made from actual Girl Scouts? <laughs> I think Allison's lying to me about this American cheese being a real cheese thing.
2: I just know there's a deli version of it that's way better than the cellophane-wrapped slices. I don't know what the difference is. But I
3: think that that's, it's just a higher quality version of the same thing. Pro- and probably has more
2: actual is. dairy in it. Yeah,
0: uh, less less granular cheese content. <laughs> more, more more
3: whatever the hell that is. More cheddar and Colby. Oh wait, maybe that was hyperlinked. Hang on.
0: Stirred curd cheese, granular cheese, also known as stirred S- curd, stir cheese. curd. <laughs> stirred curd. That's a I love that.
1: And also known <laughs> as
0: hard cheese is a type of cheese produced by repeatedly stirring and draining a mixture of curd and whey is that it's like a, ricotta it, it refers to a wide variety of cheeses um, including the granite cheeses such as parmigiano oh
3: hard cheese
0: parmigiano reggiano
3: i don't know why I, it, I went i went to the uh the old mushy lumpy cheese like ricotta or cream or uh, uh what's the one i'm trying to think of the cheap version um, cottage cheese but granular means it's <laughs> the, like
0: the, the cheap version of cottage cheese. I like cottage cheese. I have it in the house right now.
3: I'm not a fan of it plain, but I like ricotta in stuff like lasagna and ravioli.
0: Yeah. And oh, that's that's the place for it yeah. in lasagna. Stirred
3: welcome to curd. Welcome to cheeseburger. <laughs> welcome to stirred
2: curd cheeseburger. <laughs> welcome to the cheese cast. <laughs> stirred curd.
0: <laughs> He's not a turd. Curd burger. Curd burger. Oh. <laughs>
3: I've never heard of stirred curd. I really like that. Is there, who's, what character's name sounds like that? That's that rhymes with stirred curd. I'm trying to think. I can,
0: oh, I don't know. It's from
3: something we've, we've, we've all seen, I'm sure. All I can think of is uh, Herb Ertlinger from <laughs> from Shits Creek, the guy well, with, that owns the, the fruit winery. There's Bob Loblaw. Yeah.
0: <laughs> From <laughs> Arrested development. <laughs> he has a law blog called Bob Loblaw's Law, law Blog. blog. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a genius joke. Anyway. What's happening? <laughs> I'm I'm done with stirred curd.
3: Okay. Do we want to do a Kevin question? We could. All right. 166 question. Kevin asks, what crazy conspiracy theory do you wish was true or believe in? Mine is chemtrails. I wish we could control the weather or whatever else these idiots believe. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> 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 so that's obviously he's that's a
0: that's a concise and to the point uh, answer. To but he still question. he still
3: managed to, to um, fit an either or in there. Like yeah. I, it's two questions: Do you wish they were true, or do you believe in them? You have a choice in how you answer.
0: Well, I only, off the top of my head, I only, only a few were popping into my head, so I'm, I'm doing a quick look at a list.
1: To, you know, <laughs> what,
0: uh, what might jump out at me is like, what do, what do I wish was
2: true? I don't know if I wish it was true, but I, I always find, I don't even know that it's a conspiracy theory so much. I just find. Flat earthers endlessly hilarious. I was kind of looking at that myself
0: yeah, too. I, I was that
3: considering really that one as well.
2: And they found fa- the fact time. that they think the scientific community is just pretending the earth is spherical.
0: Yeah.
3: What I, I love mean, is all all of
0: science for all of time, including all of your like NASA's and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I
2: well, love- like even the points in history where they're like, oh, they were trying to prove the earth is round. No, they already knew the earth was round, like most people Mankind
0: said. knew the earth was round for millennia we've known this yeah millennia nobody Ma- proved it in the 1400s or some crap like that we knew it
3: i love the uh, boat
0: go over the horizon and you know it
3: there's a zoom background that a lot of people are using where it's the it's the disc of the flat earth <laughs>
0: right with floating the ice, in space with the ice, wall, with the ice wall
3: but then there's the full moon floating above it like, which is <laughs> clearly a, a sphere
0: <laughs> well you know what here's what i want then i want this is the one i want to be true i want flat earth with the ice wall all the way around, um, but in order to be able to explain away like an airplane flying over Antarctica, it means that there needs to be like like a space warp
3: at the like perimeter. If you fly
0: a plane at one edge off the off the edge, you'll you'll you come you in pop, back on the other edge. You
3: pop out 180 degrees. Yeah, you on, come the, other out on side. the other side.
0: Right there. It mm-hmm. needs to be that and and I want the moon to be flat and to be the back of the sun, which is also <laughs> flat.
3: <laughs> well, that doesn't explain when the moon and the sun are both in the sky and you can see them.
0: That is a separate theory. That is a separate <laughs> conspiracy theory that needs a whole different explanation. That's what I want. I want the sun what, what 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 was it that I, like it was some tv show where somebody's like i believe that the, the moon is just the back of the sun um,
3: <laughs> i can't remember what it was that's awesome no i was thinking that uh i thought about flat earth i thought about uh jfk assassination because that's one of my uh one of my favorite movies for my oh, from my formative years
0: <laughs> it was the janitor <laughs> i, believe, oh, that the moon, right, I right. believe that the moon is just the backside of the sun
2: <laughs> he's listing all these things he believes in <laughs> my favorite my favorite part of the Scrubs podcast is when they've talked about how like Bill Lawrence just stopped writing for Neil Flynn at some point he's oh, yeah. putting the script like Neil does something funny here yeah
0: janitor stuff he'd just write in the script janitor <laughs> stuff and the janitor would have like some scene and he'd come up with 30 seconds of funny the actor would
3: Bill Lawrence is a writer on Scrubs
0: Bill Lawrence is the creator of Scrubs. Creator of
3: Scrubs. Oh, is he related to the guy that designed uh, guitar pickups?
0: Sure, same okay. guy. Great. No, actually, he's just the backside of that mm-hmm. other Bill Lawrence.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can only talk. You can you can only look one in the eye at, at a time. You have to flip them around if you want to talk to the other one.
3: One side does music. The other one does the visual arts. <laughs>
0: sure. Right. All in all a very creative two-sided person.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> now I always loved the uh, I love that movie JFK. So I would I would like that one to be true because that that pivotal scene where where uh, Kevin Costner's uh, character re- real life character meets that totally fake uh Mr. X character played by uh <laughs> uh Donald Sutherland. Did I get yeah. that right? Yeah, the original Hawkeye. Kiefer's the sun, right? Okay, and um, well, the Kiefer's so old now that the you know they're starting to blend together, um, because <laughs> I want that because that's such a great scene if you believe everything that that guy is saying, uh, <laughs> which of course um probably none of it is true, except for the part about um not wanting to end the Vietnam War. So then then I thought about um, the moon, like the moon landing being fake.
0: That that'd be fun too,
3: um, except that. <laughs> That I I have a I have a condition on that one. I want the conspiracy theory to to not just be that the moon landing was filmed on a Hollywood soundstage, but that the actual moon is not real, and that somehow that thing we see in the sky is fake. Like Craig, you were alluding to that's a whole separate.
0: It's, it's just cardboard. It's the it's, back of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Like if you look really closely, there's a couple of uh, like little hooks that you can use to flip it around and you hang, hang this on in the sky. Sure. What I want for the moon landing, here's what I want. I want the moon landing to be faked, but I want, in order to make sure that the astronauts talked about being on the moon with absolute conviction, I want the the, the theory to go so deep that the whole of NASA like, put them in a rocket and faked like them taking off uh, uh, off the planet and the rocket and being in space and like did the whole thing. Like it, all the, all the astronauts believe they actually went to the moon.
3: And that, and that's why Buzz Aldrin punches, punches people in the, the face say, with, with, yeah. with conviction when they, they, they questioned him. Cause he really they, does they, believe they, it. Cause yeah,
0: they, 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 they faked it so specifically like yeah. up close. It's like up close magic. Like yeah. if it's, if, if it's, the, if the moon landing was fake, that's David Copperfield TV special magic.
3: Like the the Hollywood sound stage where they filmed it was actually like a vacuum, and they had them go out there in their <laughs> in their spacesuits, and they really were kind of floating yeah, <laughs> yeah. they they
1: found
0: they found one of those mystery spots on the Earth where the gravity is weird yeah and uh and they've been keeping that secret and said, "Well, we could pretend this is the moon um and so then they they tore up all the vegetation and just made it all just rocks and <laughs> dirt. <laughs> yeah i want that's what i want i want it to be that convinced i wanted the conspiracy to run that deep oh and it needs to be like the the like the pyramids um the whole thing with like with the pyramids where like when after the after the pyramid was built like they 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 murdered all the the, the architect you know the people the builders the people that knew about the inside of it and everything and then and then stuffed their bodies in there with the with the dead pharaoh or whatever the story goes like the people who built the soundstage and built all the stuff. That,
1: oh, okay, after okay.
0: that was all, after that was all made, and they did all the faking over the course of a few years. Then they murdered all those people,
1: <laughs>
0: they so br- that they could never let it slip. And there's only like seven people left alive today that know the truth. They
3: brought the mob in to clean yeah. it up. Yeah, like really. <laughs> if you're going to have a conspiracy theory, have oh, a why f-ing conspiracy. Yeah, theory. Why not go all out? <laughs> Have have either do either of you know what chemtrails is? What Kevin's referring to?
2: Yeah, uh, I I have a friend who who rages about people who believe that conspiracy theory very <laughs> regularly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, in the U.S. anyway, especially the eastern half of the U.S., you can go outside at at, at any time during the during the day, no matter where you are, and look up, and there there will be to use one of our show tropes, dozens and dozens of jet airliners going back and forth in every different direction you could possibly imagine. And sometimes the atmospheric conditions are such that their contrails just dissipate immediately. And sometimes they're, uh, they're, uh, such that the contrails persist and, and then they just kind of gradually, uh, very slowly dissipate and kind of blend into each other and make kind of a haze. And um, that's perfectly normal. But according to the people who believe in chemtrails, that's some kind of uh, uh, government operation that's uh, uh, doing something to the atmosphere to control the weather. Which yeah, they're just like seeding the atmosphere they're seeding in some it, way sort to, of, to control and then, the weather. But then they're also using HARP technology made by DARPA, or which is based on uh, also some, Ru- and the Russians might be doing it too, and maybe the Japanese or something. And, uh, and everybody's like uh, steering hurricanes in, into each other's land. To inflict yeah. damage and um <laughs> i uh cried back in uh, uh okay so i i remembered reading about this or hearing about this back in the day and and so i googled it based on the limited points of knowledge that i could remember and that was there was a weather a weatherman a tv weather guy uh in idaho who believed in chemtrails and using those three points of information, I was able to find the name of this guy and and, and then the memory started flooding back. And I, I I looked up his website, which is no longer uh uh there. It's like an ad for, you know, by this website. And um <laughs> and I so I looked it up on the Wayback Machine, the Internet Archive, and it goes back to two thousand four. And I'm I'm remembering, okay, that was when I was uh working with you, Craig, in, in Milwaukee. And mm, I had no sure. I had no social life, and so I was doing things like listening to Coast to Coast AM on the internet. <laughs> and, and it dawned on me that's that's where I heard about this. I heard this guy doing doing interviews. So there was this this Pocatello, Idaho meteorologist named uh, Scott Stevens, and uh, he made this website called WeatherWars.info. Go look it up; it doesn't work. And <laughs> <laughs> he was he was uh convinced that he was seeing the evidence of uh weather manipulation in satellite imagery um and he would because he was a, a meteorologist he had access to all the high res satellite images in his area and so you know he would put on his website he would put like the big the big wide shot where you could see you know the lines they superimposed on there for the state of Idaho and uh and then he would draw a little red box on an area that he wanted you to focus on, and then and then he would show you the blow up of that, and then he would put you know the little red arrows in Photoshop and pointing at stuff in the clouds, and then he'd have a caption explaining what he was pointing at. And I remember, I I I heard about it, and I thought, well, that sounds really interesting. What what's this all about? And I went and I looked at his website, and I looked at these pictures, and for for quite some time, and I I I, I couldn't figure out if I didn't know what the hell he was talking about because I, I didn't know any term meteorology meteorological terms, or if it was because he was bad <laughs> crazy. And, um, <laughs> but I honestly couldn't tell what these little arrows were pointing at. He was, he was describing what they were pointing at. And I'm like, I don't see anything. I just see clouds, normal clouds that look the way clouds look and have always looked. And I guess the point was that, you know, they've been doing this forever or at least, you know, since the middle of the 20th century and so my my whole life I've been seeing weather manipulated clouds so I don't know what normal clouds look like I don't know but um but I remember <laughs> and it must have been another episode of coast to coast <laughs> where this guy went on and said you know I have my website's uh, blowing up and th- I found an article here it says that he was getting 120,000 hits on his website in 2 days and uh 100 emails a day and he has 15 radio bookings in the next 5 days and I don't know if that's like radio like coast to coast or actual radio um but uh he he announced that he was quitting his job as a meteorologist (laughs) a television meteorologist to pursue his weather wars uh chemtrail website full-time and i i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly he had a family like a wife and kids and i i thought at the time i thought oh no scott no don't do this no no don't quit your day job man and now, now I don't know um, where he is or what's going on. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I literally found, I found, I found one article that's still live. And then the, the evidence on the Wayback machine, which is all text. None of the images work.
0: The, The, the hope is that if he did in fact do that and really continue with it, that the, that the wife took the kids and,
3: he, he eventually made, made
0: a better life for for themselves elsewhere
3: right and then and then later on one he, would hope one would hope that also he he eventually came to his senses and went and got a new weather job and, and maybe changed some, his name
0: uh, maybe maybe uh talked to a professional right <laughs> i
2: was about to say speaking of uh people with wacky theories that should uh seek professional <laughs> help do either of you remember time cube <laughs>
0: no that was a good movie
2: <laughs> time cube was this one individual's like very weird theory about the nature of reality that was kind of like it was kind of hidden uh when i was in college i think but like greenwich uh greenwich mean Time is a global conspiracy there's actual like each day is actually four separate days like it gets really weird It even has its own Wikipedia Yeah,
0: each day consists of four days occurring simultaneously. Alongside these statements, Ray described himself as a... (laughs) Ray, the the guy here... uh, Wait, if it's a
3: time cube, wouldn't it be six days?
0: Otis Ray... (laughs) Described himself as a godlike being with superior intelligence who has absolute evidence and proof of his views. But he asserted that... uh, academia has not taken time cube seriously
2: <laughs> and then a fake one from like fiction that i wish was expounded upon is in the uh, the the justice league cartoon back in the day uh as you have the hero the question who's kind of a conspiracy theorist anyway he just throws out this line at one point like the plastic tips at the end of shoelaces are called aglets their true purpose is sinister. <laughs> and he never expounds upon it. Well, they are called aglets.
0: <laughs>
2: That's true.
3: You stick your aglets in your eyelets?
0: You do. Yep. Interesting. That's how it works.
3: Wait, do you stick them in? Do you, or do you cram them in? Or do you jack them in? Does well, it really all of it the difference.
0: above. As long as they get in
3: there. <laughs> but they do go all the way through to the other side. Sure. <laughs> time cube that does sound like a really bad movie that would, yeah, be, fun. Guy, that would be fun guy, to watch
0: this guy offered money to anyone who could pr- prove his views wrong <laughs> so like the whole scientific community didn't just like hey give us that thousand bucks let's yeah. go
2: oh yeah the- no i just remember like oh here, mean, we, I- here we
0: The proof, the proof, he said, would need to be framed in terms of his own model, thus deviating from any form of modern science. So you have to take my whacked out, diluted model of how time and space works, and you have to prove to me that it doesn't work that way using my model.
2: You have to prove it in terms of his model, but if you did that, wouldn't it effectively validate his model? (laughs)
0: <laughs> like it's a weird catch
2: twenty two he's created.
0: But he was super smart. I don't understand.
3: Otis Ray sounds like he should have been playing jazz somewhere, not coming up with uh, crazy time cube theories.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna write time cube. I'm gonna make i am I'm gonna make a game. <laughs> I'm gonna make an RPG about called Time Cube. I don't know. Well, I don't Which know. of the
2: simultaneous days do you exist? Well, in? it's
0: got to be a time travel thing. I'm gonna need to learn more about the time cube concept and then turn this into an RPG. And it's gonna be a time travel game called Time Cube.
2: <laughs> Hopefully, someone has archived the full thing, as I just remember <laughs> reading it, and it is just. Uh...
3: It says Time Cube was last archived by the Wayback Machine on January 12th, 2016, after Otis Ray's death on march 18th 2015 he didn't even make it into back to back to the future day in 2015 the guy that was all obsessed with time that sucks so is there a time cube there's movie a, or no i was looking to see is, if there was maybe a, a book
0: about this but that, that time cube <laughs> that's a collection of poetry was, um, was
3: time cube the movie a joke
0: no i didn't say it was a movie i, well, I, I mean i joked that I mean, yeah i was that was a shtick i was
2: like that's a great movie
0: no there's time cop that's a real movie and there's a movie called cube
2: <laughs> i mean i i do know movie. the uh the metal band ale storm has a song uh and some concepts in their their whole overarching story that that they use elements of time cube for
3: here we go time cube 2017 a six minute short a horror film about gene Jean- Gene Ray, that's Otis Gene Ray's time cube theory, shot like a cult initiation video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Where can we watch this? It's only six oh, minutes. Here's, it's perfect here's a for di- Queeby.
0: Here's, here's a diagram of the 4 slash 16 cube divinity, which is at the heart, apparently, of time cube. And at the bottom, it says truth note, colon. Not just note. Yeah. Truth note: colon, Earth has one day, even if it stood still, and four days in one rotation. One thousand dollars to anyone who can disprove the harmonic cube. <laughs> and then there's diagrams of squares with the numbers one, two, three, four, and the word day. And there's a like there's a thing that literally says "You are here."
3: Points. Nice. <laughs> you are here. The okay. JCPenney is down this at. way. The Sears is down that way. The Gap is right over there behind you. And there's an Orange Julius.
0: Earth body four corner time equals four leg mobility. Your ignorance of harmonic cube is demonic.
1: Whoa!
2: <laughs> okay, there's now <laughs> demons
0: in my time cube game. All right, I'm... Uh, oh, boy, this has got to be a game.
2: <laughs> I'm glad I could I get, enrich your life this,
0: in this way, Craig. Did this guy? Did this guy have any kids that are going to sue me? <laughs> like, are they... Well,
3: if he did, they weren't they weren't privy to his password on his a uh, website renewal. All so right.
0: Anyway, anyway, that's enough of that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be thinking about this all weekend. Jeez, <laughs> so much for working on low stakes. <laughs> I'll just have to wait till next week. I'm gonna be <laughs> turning time cube over and over in my head.
3: <laughs> but will you turn it over four times or sixteen times? Or both uh, More time. It'll be uh what's
0: uh what's what's sixteen times four? Um sixty-four.
3: What? Sixty-four. Sixteen times four? Sixteen times four, yeah. Sixty four it so, Yeah,
0: it'll be like because 'cause it'll be a tesseract. Because if it's if it's if it involves time, then it's the fourth dimension and a four dimensional cube is a tesseract. So anyway, um yeah. How's that for a episode, everybody? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Put that in your time cube and smoke it, huh?
0: <laughs> I guess. Jack that into your time there cube. There you go. <laughs> Josh, wow, thank you. For, thank, you for, thank you for joining us.
2: And thank, hey, thank you, you, you for bringing, time bringing cube. us the wonder that is Time Cube. <laughs> it, it must have like it, it's weird because that that was like all the engineers at, at Georgia Tech at the time I was there were like reading and laughing at Time Cube. I guess I just didn't think about how that might have passed other people by.
0: Well, in fairness, they were thinking about Time Cube on all four days <laughs> that they were there. <laughs> That's hard to
3: keep track <laughs> of, right? <laughs>
0: so anyway, how many whiteboards
3: um, does that take? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow! <laughs>
0: awesome. I hope this is not completely lost to... time. I, um, want, I, want, I want to read more about this. Anyway... Um,
3: I want to see this short film.
0: <laughs> I want to make the game really badly. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, where Mike can they find us?
3: <laughs> they can find us at nerdburgershow.com at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us nerdburgershow at gmail.com. Doesn't matter which of the four days. Pick one. And... You can go to nerdburgergames.com to learn about the game stuff that
0: I'm working on. Um, although there will be nothing on there about time cube right now, but yes. coming soon. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy games. On <laughs> the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig play homonym. Your next word is meat. Um, okay, neat. Oh, like, uh, like how you run into someone on the street and greet them? No, the no, other one. Like b-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And then they do, homonym uh, uh, gets licensed internationally, so there's an international version where they're, they're speaking in another language, but they never, there's no subtitles. It's just the guy saying the thing, then the contestant says a thing, and then the person says no, and some other thing, and then the contestant gets mad. <laughs> you, don't need to, you don't need to know what the dialogue is because you know what the that's joke's going to be.
3: No, that's <laughs> it's it's universal. Everyone would be able to watch it and understand what was happening.
0: Yeah, once you saw one episode of Homonym, you've seen them all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I want to see the one with uh, Alex Trebek and Sean uh, Connery, though. <laughs> the Homonym with, with with just those two
0: playing Homonym. All righty.
3: It, Trebek. No, I'm sorry, the correct answer was Jacket.
1: God son of a...
3: <laughs> Alright. Does that do it? I believe so. Alright, I'm gonna go eat some uh, English muffins for lunch.
0: Yes, you are.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna go have a half a tub of butter. Yum. Hey, maybe we could uh I could I could bring my uh extra English muffins over to your giant tub of butter and we could have like a Halloween you know, Reese's peanut butter, uh, peanut butter chocolate situation happening, but with English muffins and I can't believe it's not butter.
0: You're going to have to bring a lot of muffins because I have <laughs> a lot of you can't believe it's butter. I can't believe it's not butter.
3: I'll stop on my way over. Sure. I'll go to a, the Publix and check out the British food aisle too.
0: get a get a gross. <laughs> I would like a gross of English muffins. Pre-sice, pre-sliced, please.
3: I'm sorry, we only bake fresh, good English muffins here. They're not gross. I'm frankly offended that you would think so. No, no, no. I want 144 of them. Oh, well, that's going to take a while. I've got time.
0: (laughs) I've got four days, according to the time cube. Um...
2: (laughs) What have I unleashed upon the world? Oh,
0: good Lord. This is, I'm I'm, going to obsess over this. This is so wonderful.
3: I want to go as a time cube for Halloween now. How quickly can I put a costume together? It's the, it's uh, ten to two. And well the no, 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 no. starts the at thing, four, gr- so No. The great <laughs> thing is
0: the great thing is every day is four days, so you've got three and a half days to put your costume together and still have it be Halloween. Awesome. So you can you can you can have your uh, your your trick or treat on, on what? On Tuesday <laughs> and it'll still be Halloween.
3: It'll still happen before this episode posts. So yeah. Anyway, Now what I really want to do is, uh, is, is turn the light on so that the kids come to the door tonight and just have English muffins to pass out, like individually packaged in little Ziploc bags. What the hell is this? It's an English muffin. I'm buttered and unbuttered. <laughs> <laughs> Can I at least get it toasted? No, you cannot. It's just as good untoasted. Get off my lawn, and, he, and
0: then and then you hand him a flash drive with the episode on it. and It's like, and here's my proof. <laughs> well, you know that that would. Be... what you get for Halloween from the Brocks? <laughs> given got the, un, I got an untoasted dry English muffin <laughs> and, and an thumb episode drive. of a podcast on a thumb drive.
3: You know, given the number of kids that actually show up to our house when we do participate in Halloween, I could probably. Make that happen with the number of spare thumb drives I have lying around and the the number of uh, English muffins I have left.
0: Have fun with that.
3: Thank you. Alrighty. Happy Halloween.
1: Yep. Happy Halloween. Bye, and it's a full everybody. moon. Yep. Bye. Bye.